In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. takeaway that I got from SAS personally is to think for yourself and don't let any outside factors kind of change where your beliefs stand. My takeaway is that young people are tired of the bad policies, the bad culture. We're ready to turn things around. We've gone way too far with these groomers and with this resegregation that everybody is pushing for. And just like Donald Trump said, it is time to make America strong again. Being able to meet like-minded patriots just like me who are into the America First agenda, America First before all other foreign affairs. It's nice to see a bunch of young conservatives sharing ideas and getting together and having a good time. The conservative movement itself is definitely not dead. I think it's um, it's it's more powerful than ever, and um, I think the speakers have done a great job just motivating us and giving us all the resources we need to just make things happen. I'm the agriculture ambassador for TPUSA, so last night when Trump brought up the climate change hoax and what is happening to our food supply, I think everybody here at SAS needed to hear that for our future and for our food security here in the United States. I can talk to other young conservatives about this big movement that we're leading today in the nation. Motivation to for me and my fellow students to act and be more politically evolved. We need to continue doing what we're doing and fight against the radical left because they're trying to destroy the country and we have to continue to stand strong and just keep pushing back and stand for conservative values and the truth. Don't cave to the mob, ever. Even if you think it's a little step, even if you think that, oh, well, maybe you should say sorry or you're sorry that you hurt their feelings, never do it. Don't give them an inch because they will take a mile. 
my gosh, inspiration. I just love being around freedom-loving, beautiful people. It's amazing. This is the greatest country in the world, even though we're kind of struggling right now. And so it's really nice to have thousands of people recognize that as well. God bless America. Ladies and gentlemen, big shout out to Don Thompson at Real America's Voice News for that great footage. And the reason why I wanted to start with that today, this evening, is because that is our future. Everything that you just saw right there in that video is our future. That right there is it. That's the prize. Our prize in this war that we're fighting internally, meaning domestically is the future of our nation, the very future of our nation, which is our children, our youth. We need to preserve them so that they preserve freedom. And the only way to preserve them is to teach the narrative, the opposite narrative, the narrative that aligns with the Constitution, the narrative that aligns with the Bill of Rights, the narrative that aligns with the red, white, and blue and that cross on that flag that you see behind me. That is what our nation was built on. And that gives me hope. So don't ever let anybody tell you that black people aren't conservative. Brown people aren't conservatives. Young people aren't conservatives. Because there are more youngsters out there today. This new generation will be the new patriotic generation. You had the baby boomers and now this new generation of youngsters. The ones that you just saw right there. They will be the next. Uh, Very popular patriotic generation of this great country. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing to be here. Folks, we are going into the stratosphere right now with this war domestically, meaning that it is heightened at a heightened level. Everybody's cards are on the table. There's no mincing words. We know exactly where the far left stands. We know exactly where the, uh, the independents stand, and that means you need to get off the fence and pick a side real quick. Unfortunately, they have pushed us to this point in our nation. We don't want to be here. We want to love our fellow countrymen and women, but guess what? They have pushed us to this point. So yes, when you hear the Republican Party has been hijacked, it has been. When you hear, when you see all, uh, all these mama bears and papa bears being uh, intimidated and visited by the DOJ or the FBI, that's because they are scared of we the people. They're not scared of governors. We talked about this on the morning show. They're not scared of senators. They're not scared of congressmen and women. They are scared of we the people. Amen? And I see a lot of people asking what the shirt says. It says, I'm a proud transvaxite. Respect my lifestyle you bigot. I identify as vaccinated. How about that? Um, so yes, ladies and gentlemen, I titled the show today that uh, the prize is the youth of our nation and freedom as we know it. And that right there gives me hope. Big shout out to Real America's Voice uh, News. Big shout out to Don. Big shout out to everybody out there getting that footage and rowling these young kids up, teaching them what's right, and giving them a little inspiration to take that next step into saving this country or keeping this country safe from tyrants like we have in this uh, illegitimate regime occupying 1,600 
Pennsylvania Avenue. I would like to address somebody in the comment section on our Rumble page who uh, needs prayers and doesn't feel like they're worth anything. Let me just tell you, Diane from Missouri, you are worth far more than you'll ever know. You are worth far more than you will ever know. Get close to God. Get close to Jesus. I promise you. I promise you. You are the most invaluable, or I should say the most valuable commodity on this planet. And you are a child of God. So we love you and don't ever feel like that you are nobody. And definitely don't ever feel like you don't have anybody because we are here for you. Denise from Missouri. I'd also like to say happy birthday to Carolyn Ratliff. Carolyn Ratliff, your son asked me to say happy birthday to you. As well as Mandy Marie on Getter wants a happy birthday shout out. How about we just do it? Ready, folks? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Carolyn and Mandy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, ladies, and I hope it's a wonderful birthday. God bless you. I'd like to get to a few emails that I wanted to get to earlier. Check this out. This is, this is incredible. Uh, Jeremy, I was electrocuted May 16th, 2022, in which I received first and second degree burns in my upper body. I realized then that God has a plan for my life. My wife, Karen, received one of the first Bibles that you gave away, and her life has changed completely. She read the entire Bible in three weeks and then was baptized on December 2021. I give Glory to God for her complete change, and I cannot thank you enough for blessing her with the gift of a Bible. I want what she has, joy, peace, and kindness, and I would like to request a Bible of my own if possible. God bless you, Jeremy, and thank you for changing lives. You helped change the course of my wife's life. Even if you only give one Bible per household, that's okay, I understand, but I wanted you to know the change in my wife because you blessed her. I will forever be grateful to you. I'm just the conduit, my friend, and we're going to be sending you out a Bible tomorrow. I'm just the conduit for God's good grace, and uh, that's all this show is. That's all this show is, a conduit for God's good grace. So uh, we're going we're gonna to keep going, we're going to keep giving Bibles out. And if you need a Bible and you're watching the show, go to jeremyharrell.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and request a Bible for somebody in need, maybe even yourself. We're going to get him one right out of there. Uh, right out of here. And also from Joey. Joey says, today I wanted to wish you and your wife, Sabrina, a happy Parents Day. Today is the feast of St. Joachim and Anne, parents of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, happy parents to you and to all parents you know of. God bless you and the LFA family. Joseph Lampras. Thank you, Joseph. God bless you too. I didn't even know it was that day, so thank you very much. I think every day should be Parents Day in this day and age. And one more here, folks. I live in Madison. Uh, uh, this is from Vicki. I live in Madison Road in Elwell, Michigan. Our voting place is down the road from me at 8531 Madison Road. There's a reason she's giving this address. Last night I noticed a road closed construction sign on our road. What the heck? Um, a week before primary, they have construction on the road that is open to local residents only. Is this a tactic being used to suppress our voting rights? Also, my husband works out of town frequently and sent in his absentee ballot request 
three weeks ago and still has not received it. I had to go and get him one last uh, the last time we had an election. They are trying to do everything they can to defer uh, to deter voting. You are absolutely correct. They are. They are. And I am so very happy that we can point this stuff out and be proactive about it now, whereas a couple years ago, we kind of just sat around going, what is happening? What is happening? At least this time, we know what is happening. Amen? Let's go to the Bible, Lord. Uh, Let's go to the Lord right now and pull this devotional and then reference in the Bible where it comes from so that we can give our glory and our thanks to God before we start the show tonight. July 26th, year of our Lord, 2022, as you walk with me along your life path, let the hope of heaven shine brightly on you, lighting up your perspective dramatically. And folks, in this day and age, some of the only hope you're going to have is from God. So I suggest, I suggest we get right. Every moment you are getting closer to your heavenly home, as you look to me in faith, trusting in my finished work on the cross, the light of heaven's hope shines upon you and brightens the path just before you. Now that is pulled from Matthew eleven twenty eight, which says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And from 2 Timothy, which I am currently reading right now, 4.18, the Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him the glory forever and ever. And before you turn out the light, view me as your constant companion, eager to help you take the next step on your earthly journey. Diane from Missouri, I hope you are listening because I think God was talking directly to you. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one and let us go to the Lord in prayer. Your lips to his ears. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, amen. I know I get goosebumps every time we do that prayer because I know what is ready to follow, folks. We will be right back with more Live from America right after this commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I ask you, do not change that channel. Stay right where you are. We got a good show coming up. I'm a proud Transvaxite. Some of you are too. And we'll be right back right after this. All right, folks. Hello, 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 hello. I want to say thank you for the Rumble Rant donations coming in right now. What a great, uh, what a great thing that is to see. All income is welcome right now. I can tell you that. All income is welcome, and we have two actually two, two new items that are going up on the Live from America JeremyHarrell.com store. So I'll make sure that I'll let you guys know about that here in the next day or two. Anyone need a Bible? I have a spare to give. Says Kelmar. There you go, right there. There you go. Patriot Johnson says, good evening, Patriots. How you doing? Good to see you. Uh, Tori uh, says, feel better. Terry Sue. Yes, Terry Sue, we hope you feel better. I'm sorry you're not feeling so well. I never claim to be vaxxed. I just tell them to piss off. <laughs> said Bad Moon. <laughs> good one. Good one. Thank you for the talk today. Rhonda, you're very welcome, Rhonda, and thank you very much for joining in and showing me your face during the video. I loved your Massachusetts accent. I kind of wish I had one myself. Killing it, Jeremy Josh from North Carolina. Thanks, brother. 
I want to go over to Getter real quick. Our Getter family is growing, and I just absolutely love everybody over there. Like Ruby Hines, like Barb from Kind Embroidery. How you doing? Nick Ratliff, we talked to him today. Hey, we said happy birthday to your mom. Hopefully she heard. Hello, Mark. Good to see you. Zachary White, hope you and your family are doing well. Watching from Arlington, Texas. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. God bless you and your family. And Kitty Six says, I'm a transvaxite, just don't have the shirt. There you go. Don't need the shirt. Don't need the shirt. Matter of fact, I said this one day on a live and somebody made it and sent it to me. And uh, I'll forever be grateful for such a great gift. <laughs> All right. Let's come back from this break and let's get into our first and foremost section. Welcome back to Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News. And there is such a team full of great people that work at Real America's Voice News. I'm such it's, it's an honor to be partnered with these guys all the way from the top to the, all the way at the bottom. I don't even know where the bottom is. We don't have a bottom at Real America's Voice News, and I definitely sure as heck don't have a bottom here at LFA TV. Just a good group of people, great group of patriots, God-fearing people wanting to bring you news and the gospel. What can go wrong as long as you keep that first, right? If you're watching on Rumble, I'm going to ask you to please share the video. You can do it right from your app. Or you can do it um, right online just by clicking the link, copying it, and sharing it. Share it on Getter. Share it on all social media platforms. And for those watching on digital TV, welcome. Here we go. First and foremost section. Lift up your cups. This morning, we broke down numbers. Actual numbers. I know that the Democrats hate numbers. I know that they hate pesky facts. I get that. But in order to get to the truth, ladies and gentlemen, you do a few things. Following the money, you know, that's how we got to Hunter Biden and the big guy. That's one way. Or just do simple math. And I urge you not to use Common Core or you will never get the truth. Anyway, we broke down simple numbers. Numbers compared to both terms in the Obama-Biden administration because they claimed that we were not in a recession. We're not in a recession now. But we were in a recession in 2008. We were in a recession in 2009, 10, and 11. We were in a, re- in, a, in a recession in 2012, 13, 14, and 15. And remember, remember, I'm old enough to remember, right, when Barack Hussein Obama sat up there and said, uh, we're doing everything we can. Uh, it's not our fault. We inherited a mess from uh, George W. Bush and the policies of the Republicans. And me and Joe Biden and my husband, Michael, uh, Michelle, uh, we're doing everything we can. We're, we're, we're trying, to, uh, trying to revive this economy. But we were handed uh, and inherited a mess. And we're just trying to get through that. Remember that old, tired, same excuse as to why the economy really did not grow in Barack Hussein Obama's, I don't know, both terms, eight years? And yet he was always blaming it on Bush. Now, look, I'll be, I'll be the first one to step in line if we're going to insult George W. Bush, terrorizers, <laughs> terrorizers, right? But if you're going to call it a recession back then, and we compared the numbers today, then we are in a worse recession than we were in in 2008 and 2012 combined. Our inflation right now compared to then is tripled. We talked about that this morning. If you didn't watch this morning show, I'm just kind of bringing you up to speed on this, uh, this huge recession that we're in. Three times as bad on inflation, almost twice the national average of gas, at least one and a half times right now. And uh, same GDP, which was little to none, only over a percent. You really want to be around 3% to see growth. And uh, now 
no growth. I mean, basically, they're saying that the unemployment rate is at 3.6%. Now, the unemployment rate in 2008 and in 2012 was hovering around 6 and 7%. I don't believe the unemployment rate right now. With everybody out of work, with all the places closing down, with uh, help-wanted signs everywhere, I don't believe the unemployment rate. But here's what I'm getting to. I'm bringing it back full circle, and I apologize for being redundant on this morning's show when we, bro- when we uh, opened up talking about this. It's really bad when CNN has to report this, and not only has to report it, but is eager to report it. And almost, you could say, CNN blasted the Biden administration for saying that we're not in a recession right now. So when CNN says that, and they're coming at you, and they're coming at your neck the way you're about to see in this next video, then you know you're in bad shape. You can't fake this stuff, folks. When CNN blasts the Biden regime for lying about the definition of the recession, you can't fake it. Now, we showed you the videos from Mean Jean Kareen, who said she's not going to define what a recession is, so we did that for her. We compared the numbers. We showed how Joey Applesauce was lying or illiterate or ignorant or all of the above. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to CNN where they did exactly what I just said. They basically blasted the Biden administration for lying because that's what they did. They lied. Check this out. It's incredible. Panel. Uh, Chris Eliza, um, inflation affects every American directly. Yep. Uh, the Biden administration is trying to point out the, dif- the definition of a recession is nuanced. But I got to tell you, I, I struggle with this. I get that why they want to do it from a political perspective, yeah. but like you can't fake this. No, I was just I was laughing to myself with the in my view thing that Caitlin highlighted, because it's like, well, in my view, I should be drafted into the NBA. Like the <laughs> in NBA, my view, in, NBA executives didn't agree with that. Of dollars, right. right. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter what you think. It's there's a there is a technical definition to straight quarters of negative economic growth. They clearly believe that that is likely to come to pass later this week. They're trying to pre-butt it. To your point, we get why they're doing it politically. Right. At the same time, we have these terms for reasons. You don't have to like it. Of course they don't like it because the economy, you know, Joe Biden's Biden's handling of the economy was at 25 or 30% in our most recent poll. Like, yeah, it's a problem for them. This adds to the problem. But you don't get to change the nomenclature in the middle of a campaign because it doesn't work for you. Well, and again, your voters are going to feel what they feel in their lives. Exactly No matter what what you say. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is CNN trying, trying to report the truth again and trying to get people to come back to them. Look, I'm not looking to CNN for the beacon of any truth or hope or any kind of uh, factual information whatsoever. What I am saying is, is this is how bad the Democrats are. This is the... This is the corner that they've backed themselves into while trying to go full NWO and full destruction of America from the inside out. They're putting themselves in a position where they're not only going to lose in these midterms despite their cheating because we've got God on our side and we know that you can't beat God, so you might as well join him. But ladies and gentlemen, it may be just what Steve Bannon, just what Steve Cortez, And just what other prominent conservative voices say, this might be the end of the democratic institution as a political party in this nation for a very, very, very long, long time. I mean, there's only two choices, right? I mean, there's only two options. They either did it on purpose to destroy the country or they're completely ignorant, illiterate, and out of touch with with the country. It might be a little of both. I don't think they could have ran this country the way Donald Trump even, not even close. They couldn't even have come close to the way 
uh, to the to the job that Donald Trump did running this country, whether it's domestically or whether it's foreign policy, whether it's economic policy, whatever it is, you name it. Donald Trump could have beat them sleeping. And we get this guy who has COVID, cancer, Alzheimer's and everything else under the sun. But really, his biggest problem is the fact that he's corrupt. He's a plagiarizer. He's definitely a pedophile. Yes, I will say it. If you sniff little girls everywhere you go, you're definitely a pedophile. Now I want to go to the other illegitimate and just as ignorant and just as illiterate, unelected vice president. We'll call, that's, her, that's what her title is. So vice, we'll call her vice resident Kamala Harris because today she was at a, a, a young disabled uh, leadership summit. And during this young disabled leadership summit, she actually um, took the opportunity to say that People that are, have disabilities have a harder time with pregnancies, which means that more people with disabilities will die if you do not allow them to get abortions. Pretty much exactly what she said. She also said that when she got there, that her pronouns, <laughs> her pronouns are she and her. This is incredible. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. Check this out. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And um, uh, My pronouns are she and her, and I'm sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Wow. Wow. Riveting. Riveting, Kamala Harris. She, her, and you're sitting at the table wearing a blue suit, riveting. And then she goes on to say how disabled people are 11 times more likely to die before, during, and after childbirth. This is a fact, she says. These abortion restrictions that are being put in place around our country by extreme... Excuse me there. ...in various states will have a disproportionate impact on people with disabilities. People with disabilities have higher rates of pregnancy complications and, in fact, 11 times more likely to die before, during, and after childbirth. This is a fact. I'm wondering what disability she's talking about. Are you talking about a reading disability? Are you talking about a hearing disability? Are you talking about a comprehension disability? Are you talking about a physical disability? Are you talking about a mental or an emotional disability? What disabilities are you talking about? Or are you just reading off some paper and you have no idea what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on? I would think that it was definitely the latter. This is how unqualified, very ignorant, very illiterate, very stupid... These people are, and just like the saying goes, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. But good for us, keep talking. Keep putting together word salads. It's only making your poll numbers go down further and further. We'll be right back right after this. How, what an embarrassment. What an absolute embarrassment. Yeah, Melly says, what's the definition of a woman? There you go. There you go. She is wearing a mask, which means they will be pushing them again on us soon. Exactly. Now you're starting to see. This is what I love. This is what I love about where we are now compared to where we were in 2020. We see this stuff coming a mile away, and that's the only way 
that you can get ahead of these guys. It's the only way because they have, they have their stuff down, man. They have the money. They have the resources. They have the indoctrination. They have the brainwashed morons that will do anything they say. They'll eat dog crap if you tell them to. If you tell them that only people that eat dog crap are not racist, you'd have a bunch of purple-haired street freaks out there looking like thumbs, like Matt Gates said, eating dog crap off the ground just to say, I'm not racist. Look at me, I'm eating dog crap. I'm not racist. Those are the people that we're talking about, but they're incredibly effective. They're incredibly effective at being mindless, stupid drones that are just out there paid to do whatever they're told to do. Dog crap eating purple-haired street freaks. Screaming at the sky with their pink hats on. Looking like thumbs. (laughs) Looking like a big toe. (laughs) That's even worse. That's even worse. Looking like a big toe. Jeremy, are you are freaking local media is pushing monkey and COVID <laughs> makes me sick. Oh, I know. I know, ladies and gentlemen. I know. What an, what an incredible letdown. What an incredible letdown. Looking like big toes and thumbs, these people. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, I <laughs> got to have our laugh before we come back. Here we go. Let's come back for this, uh, this break. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. We have a good time during those commercial breaks. We make, uh, we make funny jokes. We make laughs, and it's all fun, and it's all good, and it's all great. Uh, but then we got to get back to the seriousness, which is each segment. And ladies and gentlemen, Donald J. Trump, number 45, number 46, and from the sounds of it in Washington, D.C. today, number 47, too. Because Donald J. Trump did everything in the world today but say, I'm running for president. He actually, now, I, I know there's a lot of people out there that are just saying, I'm sick of him teasing, I'm sick of him teasing. The world's getting worse while he's teasing. Look, folks, Donald Trump knows so much more than you and I do. That's why he's so sure. That's why he's so sure. And I don't mean knows much more than you and I do, like IQ level, or like I'm talking about with classified information, with behind-the-scenes material, with things that are happening that you and I have no idea about yet, and he can't let anybody know because he would just tip off the Democrats as to what he's doing or what his plans are or what is going to happen. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is, when Donald Trump returned to Washington, D.C. today, he said, they want to continue to destroy and hurt me so that I can't work for you, and I don't think I'm going to let that happen. I need, he goes, I have a cushy life. I had a cushy life. You know, he says that all the time. I have a cushy life, but I can't do that. This world needs me. This country needs me. And I've chosen that I'm going to stay and I'm going to fight for this country. That is him saying, I'm coming back. And when he says, trust me, we're going to be over before you know it. We're going to hand Nancy Pelosi her her gavel. We're going to hand her her retirement walking papers. And hopefully, hopefully a set of handcuffs and a noose to go with it uh, for being such a traitor. Long story short, folks, he's very, 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 Matter of fact about what's happening. And what he said today in Washington, D.C., his first time back, was great. So, yes, this country's an embarrassment right now to the world. We are an embarrassment because of people like you just saw in the first segment. But there is hope. And there's hope in a God. There's hope in a Savior. And there is hope in a warrior in Donald J. Trump. So keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. Let's keep it going. The problems, however, for the Biden regime will not stop where we left off in the last segment because we know that staffers have bailed this ship, jumped ship before the ship sank. 
right? The ship is sinking, and we already know that staffers and everybody's uh, close inner circles, Kamala Harris's, Joe Biden's, have just fled the regime, the illegitimate regime at, a, at, a, at, a, at an unbelievable rate. Same thing with the 32 or 34, whatever it is now, incumbent Democrats. But Jill Biden's press secretary is now quitting and she'll be leaving the inner circle of Jill Biden and all of her illiteracy as well because of racism. And you're not going to hear this on the mainstream media. You're not going to hear this. You're not going to hear tonight on CNN or MSNBC or any of the others that Jill Biden's press secretary left because of racist remarks by Jill Biden. But that's exactly why. So you take this clip right here and you pass this around and go, we tried to tell you about Biden's racism. He only showed it for 40 years live on TV every day. And now Jill Biden, formerly known as Joe Biden's babysitter, we've got to put that out there as well to back up the pedophilia claim that I made in the first segment. But her spokesman, Michael LaRosa, is leaving the Biden White House now. You see his last name, La Rosa. And the reason why he's leaving the Biden White House and the reason why he's going to stop working for the um, first lady formerly known as Biden's babysitter is because of her racist rhetoric comparing Mexicans to breakfast tacos. La Rosa's resignation has been known inside the East Wing ever since Jill Biden made the racist taco joke. A person familiar with La Rosa's next steps told CNN he is staying in Washington, D.C. and will be joining Hamilton Place Strategies, a public affairs firm, as a managing director. Now, Jill Biden's, formerly known as Joe Biden's babysitter's poll numbers, took a hit after she compared Hispanics to breakfast tacos, and now she's losing workers over this same exact incident. Ladies and gentlemen, let the world know Okay, look what they did to Melania Trump. Look how they treated Melania Trump. Her, her uh, Joe Biden's poll numbers are far less than Melania Trump's. And Melania Trump's poll numbers were only so low because people hated her guts. They hated Melania. Women hated her. Men hated her. Children hated her. Except anybody with a brain. We all knew that she was a wonderful first lady. Not because of her looks. Not because of her class but because of the things that she did as first lady, which I guarantee you that Jill Biden wouldn't even be able to name one of them. She wouldn't even be able to name one of them. She isn't half the woman that Melania Trump is, and we know this. But yes, you need to let everybody know that the first lady of the United States and all of her illegitimacy is losing staffers because of racist remarks. And I would love, I would challenge CNN or anybody else to cover this the correct way way because it's exactly what's happening but folks it's even getting worse for joe biden in what world do you think that trans portation secretary pete booty would actually be ahead of joe biden in a presidential poll especially after his failed performance running for president in 2020 him and kamala harris were the worst they were the worst they were throwaways they were dish rags They were dirty laundry. Nobody wanted them. Nobody cared about them. They didn't have enough wisdom. They didn't have enough qualification. They were ignorant. They were bad people. They didn't do anything good with the jobs that they had previously prior to running for president of the United States. And one of them is vice president. And one of them is the transportation secretary. Anyway, in my home state of New Hampshire, 
get this, Pete Buttigieg right now is ahead of Joe Biden in a recent New Hampshire poll. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg narrowly topped resident Joe Biden in the New Hampshire a hypothetical Democratic primary poll that just came out. The University of New Hampshire Survey Center Granite Poll showed Buttigieg claim 17% support from the Granite State Democrats in a poll that also includes Biden and other potential Democratic presidential candidates for the 2024 cycle. Biden came in second with 16%, while Pocahontas actually came in third, and then Governor Gavin Newsom came in fourth. I guarantee you, Governor Gavin Newsom, mark my words right now, he will be the Democratic nominee for the 2024 president if they don't find a way to put him in beforehand. But I just think it's really funny when you've got Pete Buttigieg, who is a failed mayor and a failed everything else, and a male breastfeeder at that. Yes, that happened. Um, When you have him beating you, you know that you're in big, big trouble. Speaking of of uh, running for office, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to direct you to heraldforfreedom.com. That's Harold and the number four, freedom.com. That is my landing page as I'm running for state rep here in the great state of New Hampshire. This is not asking for donations or anything like that. My race does not require a lot of money, thank the good Lord. But if you are in the state of New Hampshire and you're watching this, if you are in my district, six, and you are watching this, or if you have family that lives in New Hampshire, you can go right to Harold for Freedom. Dot com and request a free yard sign and a button, and we will get one right out to you, ladies and gentlemen. A voice for freedom. If you're living in New Hampshire, then vote for Jeremy Harrell for state rep because I got to put my money where my mouth is. I can't just sit up here and talk all day long. You know what I mean? I got to put my money where my mouth is, and I got to run. Now, this is my second race. I ran for county commissioner once, and uh, first race ever, and got 40% of the vote. Failed, obviously. And uh, so hopefully this time will be a, uh, this time will be something different. We'll see. I guess if it's in the cards, then that's, if it's God's will, then it's in God's will. And hopefully that, uh, that works out good and we, uh, we can represent our, our people of New Hampshire fine. And ladies and gentlemen, also, before we go to our next break, I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Gold Co., here in Live from America. Gold Co. has actually been doing a great job sponsoring conservative talk show hosts because of all this cancel culture stuff. Gold Co. said, nah. No, that's, we, just want, we just want people to invest in our gold and our silver. So we don't care about your politics. So if you are looking for that, I'm not urging you to do it if you don't want to do it or if you can't do it. But if you are looking to invest in gold and silver, give them a call. See what they have to say. They're obviously, uh, they're obviously willing to uh, support and help uh, fill in the gaps and finances with conservative shows, so they can't be that bad. So 855-559-3433 or goldcode.com. Uh, The last time the economy looked this bad, gold and silver went through the roof. So give them a call if you are in the business of trying to secure your money and your nest egg, because who knows, it might be a fit for you. Anyway, folks, we're going to go to another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. And when we return, we're going to be talking about voter fraud in Colorado. What they did to Tina Peters, they also just did to another candidate in Colorado when we come back. Thank you guys very much. I know these. Uh, I know it's not great hearing uh, stuff from from sponsors and going to commercial breaks and stuff like that. But you know what? This is God's way of making sure that Live from America continues. And uh, I've asked you for your blessing before to bring on sponsors here and there to help fill in the gaps where we don't have donors uh, donor 
money coming in and you guys have approved that and I promised you that I will only go towards people that are very favorable towards the content and the message that we're doing. So that's what I'll do and uh, maybe we'll get back. Maybe when Trump comes back, we'll get to a day where we don't have to have sponsors. Amen? Anyway, folks, if you could, I, uh, we are now 345 people away from hitting 30,000 family members on our Rumble page and we are at 873,000 total rumbles. So the more rumbles we get, folks, the more rumble pushes us and features us and gets our message out there, gets the gospel out there, gets the truth out there, and brings more people in. So any help you could give us on rumble, I would very much appreciate that, okay? And all those that watch on Getter, I know that so many of you actually come over and log in, rumble, and then you're out. That takes That's dedication. That's what we like. So thank you. And... Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for keeping Eli employed here. I tell you what, I've known Eli for a long time, and I haven't seen him this happy in a long time. So he's obviously doing something he loves, and he's doing a hell of a job. So please let Eli know how great he's doing. It's 30 seconds. It's no problem. Please stop apologizing for stuff like this. I'm sorry. You guys are important to me. I don't want to ever uh, get away from where we started, if you know what I mean. So here we go. All right, guys, uh, welcome back. You're watching live from America here on RAV, Real News, Honest Views. Um, I just want to let you guys know before we get into this next segment how important this audience is to me, okay? You guys are not just people on the other side of a screen, you know, giving me views and likes, you know, sharing videos and donating. I really, really do look at you guys as fellow Christians, fellow uh, family members, fellow countrymen and women, and I'd do anything for you. And if you don't believe me, all you have to do is come into this LFA family for a few weeks and you'll understand how we feel about each other here. All right. So thank you again. All right. Tina Peters in Colorado. Everybody knows about what happened to her. Mike Lindell. Uh, Mike Lindell has been working with Tina Peters. Mike Lindell has actually been giving Tina Peters security even in the very beginning of all of this happening. Remember when all this happened during Mike's, Mike Lindell's symposium? So I want to give a big shout out to Mike Lindell as well and not promoting his pillow company or my promo code. Just as a man, Mike Lindell has fought just as hard for this country as a Steve Bannon or as a, Mike, as a Donald Trump or anybody else, as a Ron DeSantis, as a, as a Carrie Lake. The guy's out there fighting hard to get rid of these machines, folks, because these machines, these Dominion machines, these Smartmatic software and these, and these voting machines, they've got to go and they've got to go now. And you know who has the power to do it? legislation in your state, secretary of states, they have the power to do it. They could get rid of the machines tomorrow. Who cares about the multi-millions of dollars that they've spent on them? How many multi-millions of dollars has your state and local and federal government wasted before? I would gladly throw millions of dollars away if we were flushing these voting machines down the toilet. So who cares about how much was spent on them? Spend that money moving forward to hire people to count things by hand. But anyway, that's what happened to Tina Peters. Tina Peters in Colorado got screwed over by machines, and by the grace of God, she's raised enough money to, uh, to do a recount there, and, uh, and, and, and that was great. She needed the money by last night, and she got the money by last night, but Colorado's quickly becoming a swamp just like Georgia, just like Georgia, folks. I want to highlight a candidate here who just had this happen to her, Linda Zamora Wilson. If you live in Colorado, you probably know the name. I got to be honest with you. I did not know who she was prior to this story. Thank you, Jim and Joe Hoft at the Gateway Pundit for, for uh, putting this out there because this is big news and we need to talk about it, okay? Machines stole another race in the great state of Colorado, flipped the vote totals from the GOP grassroots favorite, which was Linda Wilson, after the election called 
and gave them to the Rhino candidate, Lundin. This is brazen fraud, folks, and this is even worse than what happened. Uh, actually, it's pretty much similar uh, to what happened on the night of the election in 2020. Here's your two candidates right here, folks. Now, again, this was on the Gateway Pundit. There's your two candidates right there. Here's the rhino on the left. Here is the veteran on the right, Linda, who got votes completely. I mean, complete this. Wait till you hear the story. This blows my mind. Let me bring you through the uh, 5,000 foot overview and get to the get to the meat and potatoes. Linda Zamora Wilson. She's a retired U.S. Air Force officer with a Ph.D. in economics an M.S. in mathematics an M.A. in international economics, and an M.A. in education, clearly qualified for any job that she wants. She was a senior economist at the Pentagon and an F-22 flight test analyst. That's to give you a little bit of background on who this woman is, all right? Earlier this year, Linda jumped into the Republican primary race against incumbent senator, state senator Paul Lundin. All right, I don't need to go through all of her accolades. We just did that. Now, Paul Lundin is the GOP minority whip. He is known as a rhino there, and Linda Zamora Lundin was new to politics. She was clearly the grassroots favorite. She was on fire from the moment she announced her candidacy all the way through. She was beating in straw polls. She was beating in uh, just local polls all the way up through uh, debates, everything. Here's Here's the other crazy thing. The victory came less than two weeks after Wilson entered the race while standing at a significant fundraising disadvantage. As of that Friday, her campaign raised just over $870 in contributions, while Lundin's campaign hauled in more than $73,000, according to data from the Secretary of State's website and their office. The winner of this Republican primary would likely go on to win the general election given the dominance of Republican voters in the district. The primary elections in Colorado were held on June 28, 2022. It was a big night for Linda Zamora Wilson. At 8.12 p.m., she held a significant lead over her incumbent rhino, Paul Dean. Wilson was at 15,385 votes. To Lundin's only 6,675 votes. That was more than twice his total, folks. And as you can see, as I'm going to show you right here, look what Fox News did. Uh, the Fox affiliate, the Fox 31, um, Channel 2 Colorado's very own. Look what they did. They were posting it. There it is right there. Candidate Zamora Wilson. Look at they called it. 69.74% of the vote, 15,385 to 6,600. And 75, 69% to 30%, folks, clearly the winner. They called it. Other, Other stations called it. It was over with. And then something crazy happened, and I think we all know what it was. Something very strange took place. The election numbers were actually switched completely. Remember when they did this live on CNN in November of 2020? Remember live on CNN? They switched them right there in front of your eyes. We had the video. The election numbers were switched completely. Suddenly, Linda Zamora was the one with 6,675 votes. Then the machines flipped her lead to the loss, and she put, they put her in his position and him in her position. It was that easy. They didn't even have to flip the numbers. They flipped the names. The machines flipped the names over t- uh, um, from one to the other. And now, Lundin was ahead. to 30.3%. This was the same night that Tina Peters was robbed from her victory. 
How much election fraud do they think people are going to take? Colorado is quickly becoming Georgia. So yes, the mail-in ballots are their main source of cheating. However, these machines, folks, we need to get rid of them, and we need to get rid of them right now. Now, here's another story, a very sad story, about a top Democrat in Wisconsin by the name of Janet Bewley. I didn't know her as well. Never heard of her before in my life. But guess what, folks? She killed a mother and a five-year-old girl, her five-year-old daughter, in a car accident just after she had cataract surgery while she was on the phone with local media. What an irresponsible thing to do for a top elected official in a state. Janet Bewley killed two on Friday in a car accident, a day after she reportedly underwent cataract surgery. Now, this isn't a Republican or a Democrat story, but she happens to be a Democrat. This is an irresponsible story. Bewley was uninjured. Nothing happened to her whatsoever. However, the mother and the five-year-old daughter that were in the other car were struck and killed. And this was reported first by the New York Post. Wisconsin Senate Democrat minority leader Janet Bewley was involved in a fatal car crash a day after she reportedly underwent cataract surgery, which she shouldn't even be driving, and on the phone with local media that killed a mother and her five-year-old daughter in Pennsylvania. I mean, from Pennsylvania. They were from Pennsylvania. Ashland Police Chief Bill Hagstrom told the Ashland Daily Press on Monday that Bewley, 70 years old, was not injured in the fatal accident in Madison. As of early Tuesday, no charges have been filed as the state patrol was reconstructing the crash. Quote, we'll be sitting down with them and going over everything as far as determining how it actually happened. Then we'll move forward with everything the district attorney, uh, with the district attorney for the review because it was a fatal accident. But ladies and gentlemen, we know that she was on the phone with local media. So you're on the phone with local media when it happens. That's clear already, which should be, a, which should be a, some kind of um, negligence right there, at least manslaughter charges, I would think. And you're driving when you just had cataract surgery. Ladies and gentlemen, highly irresponsible, highly suspect, or if you're a young child, highly sus. And this woman needs to immediately be investigated, removed from her post, and ultimately indicted and arrested on manslaughter. Negligence. You killed a five-year-old. We know you don't care about little kids, but you killed a five-year-old. Own up to it. Be right back. Sick, sick individuals, folks. And the reason why I call her a sick, sick individual, because she shouldn't be driving... She should not be driving a day after having cataract surgery, and she sure as heck shouldn't be talking to local media while driving. Everybody knows that. Totally irresponsible. Totally. And, if, and if, here's the other thing. If you're going to have that level of irresponsibility, then how, did you ever, how were you ever elected as, a, as an official? How are you a top Democrat? How are you a minority leader in your state if you're going to have that, if you're going to do that? Unbelievable. Unacceptable and unbelievable. They do not care about any of us. That is including our children, said Melly. Amen. Amen, girl. Let's see what they're saying over there. Let's see what they're saying over there on, uh, on Getter. Yeah, pretty much saying all the same thing over on Getter. Completely irresponsible. Ridiculous. And, and, and it's, 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 it's a sad story, really. It's a sad story because there's a five-year-old girl. I think of my five-year-old daughter. And I think of it and I'm like, wow. 
That could happen. And you know what? This woman will probably continue to serve as a Democrat. That is what really, really grinds my gear. She'll probably continue to serve as a Democrat. This next story is going to blow your mind, so don't go anywhere. Here we go. Check this out. Folks, thank you very much for staying with us here tonight on Live from America. It is an honor to be here with you every single night. And I do my hardest. I work my hardest to make sure that I give you honest news every night. And yes, I do it with a little bit of a biased opinion, but I don't care. That's why it's my show. Okay? I'll give you the facts, and then I'll tell you what I feel about them. And now I could not wait to get to this story, folks. Is Chief Justice John Roberts the one who leaked the opinion about Roe v. Wade, which ultimately put the lives of conservative justices at risk and ultimately was the reason that Justice Kavanaugh had an assassination attempt on his life? Was it Chief Justice John Roberts who leaked that opinion? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I might be under the uh, belief that it was. We have reports out now that Justice John Roberts worked up until the last minute, up until the last minute, even after the opinion was leaked, in the attempt to flip the conservative justice's opinion on the Roe v. Wade decision. Justice Alito asserted that Roe was um, egregiously wrong and on a collision course with the Constitution from the day it was decided. Now abortion laws, as we know, will be decided at a state level. It is time to heed the Constitution and return this issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives, the ruling stated. Okay? On Tuesday, today, CNN, and, I, and there's a reason why I'm, I'm, I'm telling you who reported it. They reported that Chief Justice John Roberts worked up until the last minute in an attempt to flip the conservative justices' opinions on the Roe v. Wade decision. Now, Steve Bannon, here on RAV and over at the War Room, says that CNN could not have reported this without John Roberts' assistance. So they could not have reported this unless John Roberts told them about it. So this makes you wonder, ladies and gentlemen, was it Chief Justice John Roberts who leaked the decision to the press months before it was announced, hoping to change some minds, and in doing so, putting the lives of our Chief Justice, or of our uh, Supreme Court justices' lives at risk? It begs the question, doesn't it? See, we all thought, everybody with a brain thought that it definitely came from within. And at first we thought it was staffers. But then we quickly realized it had to be higher up the chain because of how it came out. It had to be higher up the chain, which we thought that it was uh, Justice Sonia Sotomayor. But it makes perfect sense now knowing that CNN worked with Chief Justice John Roberts to say that he worked up until the last minute that he might be the culprit. And you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. He's a Biden appointee. He's, a, um, he's a, a, a Bush appointee. He's a liar. He's a scumbag. I think, I'm not sure, but I think I heard rumors that he was really close with Jeffrey Epstein. So, I don't know, but you know what? The question remains, and it is a very valid one. Did Chief Justice John Roberts leak the opinion on Roe v. Wade? Very good question. And now, ladies and gentlemen, to end the show, I want to go to our friends over at PragerU. I love these guys. PragerU is so, so great at getting people out there in front of people to get, the real, uh, to get the real news really about what's going on in the universities. That's what PragerU does the best. So I want to give a big shout-out to PragerU for this, and I want to give a big shout-out to Will at PragerU for this video. But ladies and gentlemen, this goes to show you right here how bad and how brainwashed and how absolutely ridiculous young liberals, Marxists, really are. Check this out. 
Does this outfit offend you? Says Will from PragerU. Are you Mexican? No. Yes. I think it reaffirms stereotypes that are offensive to people. It's not yours. <laughs> Do you find my outfit offensive? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because it's not your culture. Um, you don't really understand what their culture means and what it means to wear these things, like the hats and the maracas. You, know, you sort of have to understand where all of this comes from for it to not be cultural appropriation. So he goes Does my to Mexican outfit community. offend you? You look no, no, no. You look nice. Do you like my costume? Yes. Does it offend you? No. Um, do you like Do you like my outfit? Oh yeah, it's awesome. Does my outfit offend you? No, not at all. No, no, not. That's good. You think my outfit is offensive? So not only is his outfit not offensive towards actual Mexicans. But they actually loved it. They were like, no, it was great, man. That's awesome. Look at you. Good to go. You're, you're repping our culture. That is awesome. So the only people that are triggered are young Marxists, whether they're black, white, blue, green, or brown, it doesn't matter. If they are brainwashed, they are brainwashed. So ladies and gentlemen, it goes to show you right there, the only people that are triggered by this crap are young Marxist brainwashed liberals, not the people that they say it offends. There's a war for our youth, ladies and gentlemen. We started and ended in the same category. There is a war for our youth, and it is up to you to save them. Thank you, PragerU. Thank you, Will. God bless you guys. All right, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. You guys have been absolutely wonderful, as always. Thank you very much. Please go to JeremyHerald.com for everything else LFA. Check out the new song, Armor of God. Sign up for a Bible. Sign up for the newsletter. Help us out with a donation if you can. Check out the store. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep that head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more LFA, and again in the evening on RAV. God bless you guys. Have a great night. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless. Peace.